0: Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. It's Wednesday, November 18th, and hump day. We are just about through the second hour, coming up on the bottom of the hour. And we have a very special guest who is set to join us, and I will... I will hand it over to, to Mo because when he sent me the the name <laughs> and he, he said, hey, we're going to get the former Lambeth play-by-play guy. I'm like, why? Huh? <laughs> I'm so confused right now. And then he told me, and it made, it made plenty of sense. But I was like, okay, you tell me why.
1: So, hey, Mo, tell we, us why. Hey, we're just over here playing chess while other folks playing checkers. That's all. Um, we are bringing in Dave McCulley former play-by-play announcer for Lambeth University football. And if um, if that sounds strange, it's because, one, Lambeth University no longer exists. But um, so you're familiar with Hugh Freeze, current Liberty coach, former Ole Miss coach. His first head coaching job at the collegiate level was at Lambeth University back in the late 2000, I guess 2008, 2009. Um his defensive coordinator at that time was Tom Allen who is now the head coach at Indiana has them undefeated as well in Big 10 play. I didn't I knew about Hugh Freeze obviously. I I remember when he coached football and basketball at Briarcrest um actually had a player Ashley Early who went on to play at Vanderbilt that I covered down there. But um I was not familiar with Tom Allen having been his defensive coordinator at Lambeth. And so I was just curious about it. Started kicking over some rocks. And it was brought to my attention that Dave McCulley had been the play-by-play announcer for Lambeth when both Freeze and Allen were there. Dave McCulley, good morning.
2: Good morning, guys. It's a pleasure to be on with you. And Maurice, pleasure to be on with you, a Hall of Famer as well.
0: Hey, all right, another one. <laughs> Thank you, Dave.
1: I appreciate it. They love yeah. giving me a hard time about that for some <laughs> strange reason. And um, um, I'm I'm just fascinated because again, I am um, I attended Lambeth for a year back in well in another lifetime before they added football or brought football back, and just to see a couple of guys who were instrumental in that program's existence right before it shut down basically you know doing their thing at basically the the highest level of college football coming from NAIA football to the major college ranks as they have and having the success that they've had it's just fascinating to me and I would think when you look up and and see those names and and see them mentioned in the manner that they are having worked pretty closely with them in your capacity as radio play-by-play announcer, it's got to be pretty intriguing. Yeah,
2: it's intriguing, and I'm very thrilled for both guys. They both treated me really well. Obviously, SID there as well at Lambeth for 18 seasons. And uh, my last two years, ironically, when Lambeth was – there have been some ramifications and rumors that they were, uh, were experiencing some hard times. I was actually associate AD as well. And when Hugh came in, uh, you know, obviously the first thing – as a small college SID and radio announcer, you're thinking, okay, is this guy going to big league me, you know, so to speak, coming from Ole Miss, he'd been at Ole Miss and um, uh, had worked in various situations there. And when he came in, he was just great. Uh, we got we had a great relationship. Uh, I think the first thing that when you talk about Hugh, he exudes confidence. He's a really great people person. He came in in 2008. Coach Wallace, Vic Wallace, had done a great job there and he built the program into a, really an NA, NAI powerhouse. Uh, made the final four a couple of times, uh, but never passed that. And when Hugh came in in 2008, he took over a program that had gone through a couple of bad years and uh, uh, went eight and four. And I think we saw something sort of magical because he, that eight and four year guys, he played basically with uh, a group that uh, he inherited that uh, they were talented, but they weren't just super talented. Uh, but they went eight and four Then the next year, 12 and one and made the second round of the playoffs, ran into a buzzsaw in Chicago with St. X, St. Xavier. But uh, he exuded confidence. Uh, He just gets as much out of any player that I've ever seen. His practices are phenomenal. I mean, there's never a loose foot. I mean, the feet are always moving uh, offensively, defensively, but especially on the offensive side. I think he's an offensive genius. Uh, I still think the two best play callers, three best play callers I ever saw on the offensive side was Paul Tromp, who'd been an assistant with Vic Wallace, and then Brent Durman, who's at Kansas now. I worked with him for one year at Bethel. And then, of course, Coach Freeze. I I was surprised, guys, when we didn't score. I was shocked when we didn't move the ball. They were that good. Uh, And he just did it with Smoke and Mirrors his first year, brought in some players his second year. I think we all knew that he wouldn't be there very long, but um, his, uh, I remember when he took the Ole Miss job, I texted him and said, do you know what you're doing? You're going in the SEC West with Alabama and Auburn, and he replied back, "Yeah, we'll we'll be okay." But uh, and obviously you know what he did there. But uh, just a tremendous person, put a lot of out of uh, uh, with a fan base. Uh, they embraced him, and uh, he just did a great job. He led us to number six in the nation that second year.
1: You know, and again, as I said, I was familiar with Hugh Freeze and and his his journey. I don't want to call, call it mercurial, mm-hmm. but but familiar with that, I was less familiar with Tom Allen's connection to that program.
2: Yeah, Tom was a really good uh, – he's a really good coach. I, I'll be honest with you, uh, when he was at Lambeth, the, the defense, of course, at the NAIA level, guys, you know, uh, it's, a, it's a tough task to be a D.C. He was the assistant head coach there as well and coach linebackers. But Tom, first of all, just a really fine Christian man, I, just a guy sold to the earth, uh, very quiet demeanor. Uh, went about his business uh, and really didn't like a lot of media attention, to be honest with you. It's a tough job at the NAI level, unless you're at Carroll, Montana or somewhere like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, defense is not really the name of the game. But he did improve the defense to the point that uh, we could compete uh, and didn't have to just outscore everyone, although Lambeth averaged 41 points a game. But one of the things, if you'll notice, that second year he was at Lambeth, uh, we outscored people 41 to 7. So that tells you he got the attention of the defense as well I'm not sure, but his wife never really liked Jackson. That was one of the things I always remember about Tom. Uh, We stayed in touch for a little bit. I know he went to Drake. You guys remember Ron Dickerson. He was a member of the Miami Dolphin undefeated team Mm -hmm. at 16-0. Ron came in and was working with Hugh and Tom as well. And then Ron took over the reins when Tom left to go. It came down to those two who would get the head coaching job at Lambeth when when Hugh left and Ron became the head coach and uh, went down and beat Georgia State, if you guys remember, uh, when uh, Coach Curry was down there, and uh, then Lambeth folded, as we know it now. Memphis is coming in, took up, taking over the school, and it's, and and I'm glad they have. But Tom uh, went to Drake, uh, and then he stepped up the ladder. I'm really proud of what he's done in Indiana. I wouldn't say that I'm surprised because he's just he believes in hard work. He's uh, old school. His dad was a high school coach, and I think that pretty well epitomizes what Tom's been able to accomplish uh, with his ability and with his confidence.
1: I think it's just interesting that Allen has stepped into an Indiana program that, you know, isn't exactly synonymous with success. Absolutely. Free, Freeze has stepped into a fledgling Liberty program that is just kind of getting its feet up under it in. in FBS competition and both having more success than anybody would have expected at this point, I would think.
2: I totally agree. Uh, I'm probably more surprised at what Tom's done at IU. And uh, you guys don't know this, but I'm a huge Kentucky fan, so don't don't <laughs> cut me off the air here. But, uh, uh, you know, I think Kentucky and Indiana, when you talk football, although Kentucky's been a little bit better. But I think, you know, when you went to Indiana, you thought, oh, Lord, my goodness, Tom, good luck. But uh, he's steadily built, went five and seven, I think, his first couple of years. And now we've seen what happened last year and then this year. Uh, but um, I'm really pl- proud and pleased for Tom. Uh, and he's, uh, you know, I hate to see what happened with his son the other day. I don't know if you guys saw that video where his son actually, it's hard. You know, I had to put it in perspective guys. When I saw his son playing, I remember he was a four or five year old back at, uh, at uh, when we remember huge kids, his three daughters were just, well, wasn't toddlers, but they were, you know, six, seven, eight, nine years old when they was at So it's a uh, really, I'm really proud of those guys, um, Feel like that, uh, you know, the little bit of history here with both of those people. So I'm really, really uh, uh, grateful for that.
1: Definitely, it's always fun to see people that you know having sure. success and and doing it at a high level like that. Well, and it,
2: I know Hughes had, and I know Hughes had some problems. Obviously, that's documented and everything. But he came down to West Tennessee about two years ago and spoke in Humboldt at a Rotary Club meeting, and we spent some time together. And he's, I think, he's very transparent now. Uh, the transparency is a big part of his life. Uh, I'm so proud that he's been able to rebuild things and, uh, just wish both of them the very best.
1: And it seems like, you know, with the success that Alan has had at Indiana and obviously mm-hmm. with the, the, um, rebranding that freeze has been able to experience with the success that he's had at, at Liberty and, and everything else, as you mentioned, um, Sounds like they may both be hot commodities during the off season, if not sooner.
2: Absolutely. You know, the thing, guys, too, I, I don't want to uh, uh, forget, uh, and I'm not bad mouthing Lambeth. I was there 18 years. And I always wanted to call, of course, I consider myself a professional, so I, I would never do this on the air, but I always wanted to call the press box a deer stand because that's basically what we had. Had to put me up on a canopy, up on top of it, under a canopy. But not you, you got to remember, too, at Lambeth, guys, these guys were successful with facilities that just, well, high school facilities, were much mm-hmm. much better for the most part. And they did it with uh, a, a weight room that was uh, one of the things that Hugh did. We went to Ole Miss one day, and uh, obviously we knew that we couldn't build anything like Ole Miss, but it was going to be on a mini scale of that. And, again, we thought we knew, we knew that Hugh probably wouldn't be there very long. But both of these guys uh, did a fantastic job with – not much recruiting money and facilities that you had to land. It's a beautiful campus even to this day. But when you look at the football facilities, you would say, why would a kid want to go here?
0: Well, <laughs> they did, and uh, you yeah. had well, they did. And, and I think, and...
2: Yeah, and I think it's because of those personalities of those sure. guys and just what they sold the kids, and uh, they were genuine with the kids. And uh, uh, I know that Hugh and Tom both uh, loved – each one of those players, and the players, if you look on social media today, a lot of the Lambert former players um, uh, will get on there and just swear by both of those guys.
0: Hey, speaking of high school, real quick, have you had a chance to see uh, the, the folks over in Paris play at all? Because I have not. We, go ahead. we have a team over here that, that may be, headed that way next week.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, the, despite the fact that, I, of course, McKenzie's just south of uh, Henry County, right. uh, they're awfully good. I know, a great tradition there. I, I actually live in Jackson, and uh-huh. I, I call the Trinity Christian Academy, which is a Division II game, uh, school, and so I don't get to see them quite often. But uh, my assistant, my assistant, the uh, at Bethel, actually um, videoed the game last week for them and did the video, Katniss, and he said they're really, really good.
1: Wow. Yeah, Interesting. We're, we're speaking with Dave McCulley, as we said, longtime Lambeth football play-by-play announcer and sports information director there, currently in his 11th year at Bethel University in McKenzie, um, handling both those duties. And I was speaking with a member of the Bethel football team a couple of weeks ago, Vontae Bates from Watertown. Oh, yes. He uh-huh. was he was telling me that Dontavious Brown, former Columbia Central safety, is now Bethel linebacker Dontavious Brown. And as I'm looking at the roster and seeing is 230, is he, he going to stop there, or is he work making his way toward defensive end?
2: I think he's probably going to make his way toward, uh, toward defensive end. I know that Coach Jasper, I'm sure you guys remember Michael Jasper, played for Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, was a great player at Bethel. Uh, had a stint there in the uh, mid- actually from the middle Tennessee area. And uh, I think I'm the Titans. Yeah. And, and just a, a fine young man, fine coach. He and his wife just uh, had their first baby. So we're really proud of them. And he has done a great job recruiting. And I'll tell you guys, the middle Tennessee area has really been good to Bethel through the years.
1: Uh, yeah again as I'm looking through this roster I'm seeing some some local names Hadrian Phillips from Spring Hill who's converted mm-hmm. from running back to wide receiver for you guys and um Desmond Smith who began his high school career at Spring Hill um finished it up over at Centennial in Franklin so um like you said a lot of a lot of local flavor on that Bethel team there Fun and, fact
0: Mo mm-hmm. the first athletic Football scholar, the first football scholarship ever signed by a, a a football player from my high school at Summerton Christian was to Bethel.
1: True story, nineteen ninety six. Wow! Yeah, interesting. But they, um, you know that that program has accomplished a lot in a pretty short period of time. As um, as Dave mentioned, Brent Brent Dearman now on the staff with, with Les Miles out at Kansas, and um, T.O.C. out there, Dave?
2: He is. He's offensive coordinator. He's so in that role earlier this year, yeah, and, and, and we wish them the very best. Brent's a fine young man, and I'm telling you, listen, he's he's magical when it comes to play calling. Uh, I think they're just a little short handed. Give him another year or two, and I hope they do that. Uh, but, um, you know, obviously Kansas has been a tough place to win, just like IU, but uh, if anyone can turn it around eventually, offensively, it'll be Brent Durbin. He really knows how to recruit, and, more does he play call? He's one of the best I've ever seen.
1: And, and this Bethel team, I would think, when, when things settle down from this pandemic and that kind of thing, uh, again, with a number of area and Middle Tennessee products on it, going to be worth keeping an eye on as well yeah they really are
2: I'm really excited about it of course we're all like we're all in the same boat guys you know we're just hoping to play uh, our division the Bluegrass division I uh, know with Georgetown and Lindsey Wilson and Camelsville and those likes uh, you know we're just hoping to play in the spring and our division elected to wait and play in the spring
0: well that's uh, a lot of spring football will be talked about this year <laughs> I'm, I'm curious yeah, to see how that that's certainly going
2: to
1: be a new experience yeah. It,
2: and Talking talk about experiences, guys. I love doing what I do, but uh, uh, my assistant and I meet every day, and we talk about, okay, how are we are going to do this? We're going to have baseball, softball, volleyball, football, basketball, everything going at the same time in the spring. And we told the coaches, hey, guys, there's going to be some games, obviously football and basketball are going to take precedence. Those are your two big sports at almost every school. But we told some of the other coaches, guys, you better be on your own for stats and those kind of things until things settle down a little bit.
0: A sports information director's nightmare is uh, <laughs> spring <laughs> well, sports. Well, you know,
2: everyone tells me that, and we talk about that. And It's one of those things that you say, okay, we'll embrace it, do the best we can, and everyone will have to understand. And uh, we're, we're taking a positive approach to it. It's all about the student-athletes. It's about those kids and their families, and we want to do the right thing by all, the, all of them.
0: Well, we appreciate that. Dave McCulley, uh, sports information director at Bethel, and we appreciate your time.
2: I appreciate it. And listen, I want to say, hello. I'm not sure if he's listening or not, but you guys, we all have a common friend, Greg Ruff over at Chebecca, one of the very best in this business.
1: I'm sure he'll appreciate you saying that. Hopefully, he's listening.
2: (laughs) I hope he is. Guys, it's been my pleasure.
1: Hey, thank you,
0: Dave. Thank you. All right. And. That was, again, Dave McCulley, former Lambeth football play-by-play guy with uh, Hugh Freeze and Tom Allen there, and now Sports Information Director at Bethel. I'm interested to see,
1: you know... He with, called
0: that Trinity-Christian CA game that ended up 22-21. That's right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm interested to see what happens with, with both those guys. I mean, because, again, they're having success at places where there's not been a lot of success, and... I think that kind of makes them naturals to maybe bounce. Maybe so. There's we'll a, see. There's a certain opening that a lot of people are connecting freeze with these days.
0: Yeah, and could uh, could he end up there? Absolutely.
1: Should he end up there? Absolutely not. But hey, that's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> it's my opinion. Anyway, it, as a friend of ours would say, that's just my opinion. Ought to be yours. That's right. It <laughs> ought to be yours.
0: Um quarter till 11 and we are coming back with wild and wacky wednesday the weirdest and wildest news from across the world and boy do we have some stories Um, (laughs) we will get to those and more on the other side of a break this is southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid tennessee bone and joint stay tuned